Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host, Tom Walker. And we've got another action-packed show to, for you today, looking at the Championship, League One and League Two. I think having a little bit of a break from EFL action, a little bit of Christmas sparkle, a bit of Christmas magic. We won a double last week. We did. Yeah, we did. Stockport, their game went down because of the, the frozen pitch at Rochdale. But the double came in and it came in without either team conceding. We'll cover it later on in further detail in the show. But it is great to get back to winning ways. It really is. Yeah, the curse is broken. I said uh, just before we start recording to you, Tom, I feel like uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania breaking the Undertaker's streak. <laughs> and now we're going to be unstoppable from here on out. <laughs> right, here we go. That's it. What did he go? 22-0? and 21-0 or something like that. 21-0. Yeah. yeah, so podcast listeners, uh, enjoy the next 21 shows where we will be winning every single week. we are as ever sponsored by matchbook.com and you can still take advantage of our world cup sign-up offer uh, which is double the odds on our world cup best bets of course there's only one game left which is the final uh on how dare you no 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 no. third place playoff the biggest game in football i'm sorry i completely (laughs) forgot about that there's two games left to take advantage of the sign-up offer so even better um all you got to do is check out our Twitter feed and uh, we'll put up tips for every single game. One of those tips will be the best bet. And, and that best bet, you can get at double the odds at matchbook.com. So if, for example, we think uh, Argentina will win the final, they're currently priced at 2.8 uh, to get the victory. You, that means you can get Argentina to win the final at 5.6 with matchbook.com. Uh, of course, terms and conditions do apply you got to sign up uh, using the registration code TFB podcast to qualify for the offer, but certainly something to uh, grab while she still can. It's a legitimate belting offer. It's, yeah. it's like a genuinely fantastic offer. So yeah, yeah if you uh, are in the market for a little extra um, meat on the bone, should we say for your uh, world cup final or third place playoff bet, then, yeah, please do check that out. But, Tom, um, you know, let's, before we kind of jump into the EFL, which which is the bread and butter, let's have a look at uh, the World Cup final in itself because uh, we're going to cover that briefly on the pod. Yeah. Uh, so, Argentina against France. Um, I've got to stick with what I went with on the initial World Cup preview pod for my pick to win the tournament. That's Argentina. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping they do it for me. Obviously, I said them in the first instance. All my bets are on Argentina and Messi in particular. So um, I've got nothing of a French France, French persuasion. So uh, it's either win lots or or bust for me come Sunday. But um, I would like to think, regardless of any personal investments and personal predictions, I'm going to say Argentina are going to win. Uh, this game anyway. I feel like partly it's just written that Messi is going to win this final tournament um, and get the World Cup he craves. Uh, But they are getting stronger as the tournament progresses. Obviously, that loss to Saudi Arabia in their very first game. Uh, Since then, won every game since, including that one on penalties. 
uh, as well in the knockout rounds against the Netherlands. But they do seem to be getting stronger as the rounds generally go on. And France, I... <laughs> Uh, they're obviously in a final, so they're doing lots of things right. But I still remain unconvinced by France. I feel like they're riding their look at times, uh, taking the chances that they do get. Yeah, I I think if France won this competition, and I don't know if it's just me, but I don't want to say they'd be undeserving winners, but they'd be one of the least well-performing winners across the whole tournament, if that makes sense. If- Tom, I love it when we have different opinions. I think France have been really good. Um, apart from, obviously, yeah, one or two games where they've they've not been at it. The England game, as English people, is, of course, stuck in our mind. But I think they've been good for it. I think you have to take into account all the injuries they're missing. Um, you know, I, I, I think as an all-round team, I think they are probably slightly better than Argentina, pound for pound. Um, Argentina ever so slight favourites, aren't they? 2.92 in 90 minutes against 2.94. So mm. it's it's unbelievable. And the draw is, is 3.1, um, which is what I would go for. I'd back draw 90 minutes. And honestly, Tom, I really want Messi to win it. I have Argentina each way. Um in a bet myself, even though I was a big Brazil guy and, you know, put most of my eggs in a Brazilian basket. I just think, I just think France get it done. Um, I think Argentina are, I mean, this might sound harsh, but they are, you know, messy and a few average players, I would say a few decent players. I would say France have got more match winners. Um, Griezmann for me is the key playing as that number 10 in the whole He's been one of my favourite players to watch this tournament. Every single thing he does is just the highest quality. Uh, the guy is a very well-polished footballer. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with France to, to lift the trophy with my head, but my heart really wants Messi to do it. I just don't think it, it's going to pan out that way. Uh, I do think both teams will get on the score sheet. Uh, 2.1 is the price for both teams to score. I know France kept a clean sheet against Morocco, but they, they rode their luck, as I say, at times in that particular game. And, you know, if Morocco had players that are a bit more clinical, um, as Argentina do, I, I, I think France will again concede because they have struggled to keep clean sheets throughout the entire tournament uh, of France. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Argentina as well, you know, we've seen with themselves, they're not exactly been entirely watertight at the back, but they have largely limited the amount of shots they've had on on target on the Argentina goal. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd like to see an entertaining game. Goals, Messi on the score sheet, Mbappe on the score sheet, you know, real head-to-head, battling it out. Messi or the heir to the throne, you know what I mean? I think I I just want to see a cracker. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so, so. Yeah, I think my big tip is draw at 90 minutes, which is 3.1. And then, Tom, is it fair to say your best bet for that um, is both teams to score? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Just looking at historically um, results of the uh, World Cup finals, the, the first 13 finals all had both teams to score. Mm. 
Okay. Which is interesting. Um, yeah, it is. Since 1986, that was a 3-2 to Argentina against West Germany. Since then, um, the majority of the finals have been both teams to score no. But, uh, yeah, just just an interesting little thing I saw that so many in a row were both teams to score up until 1990, really. Um, mm. But, yeah, uh, so that's the World Cup final. Mm. Let's now dive into the EFL. So we'll start with the championship. And I don't know about you, but I found the championship pretty hard picking uh, this particular weekend. Spoilers alert, found the EFL um, pretty slim picking, to be honest with you. Um, not a ton of games that the leap off the page, but I will get us started um, on a couple of uh, on a couple that I do like. I do like the look of Norwich, Tom. Uh, they are not necessarily the sexy championship juggernaut that we've all come to come to know, really. Um, but they're getting it done at the moment. They are 1.86. They are the late kickoff. This is 5.30. Uh, it's a late kickoff against Blackburn. Um, Blackburn have been very all or nothing on the road this season. Uh, they've won four, drew zero. As we know, Blackburn don't do draws. They haven't drawn any games this season out of 22. And uh, they've lost seven. And Norwich at home have been decent. They've only lost three of 11. They've won five. So a couple of draws in there. Um, I feel like Blackburn, Tom, are just a bit more topsy-turvy for me than uh, than mm. Norwich. I feel like... Norwich can put away uh, these kind of teams with relative ease without playing that well. Because I personally don't see Blackburn as the third best team in this league. Not at all. They've got a minus goal difference to start. Uh, They are very, very kind of up and down for me. And yeah, I feel like Norwich are a lot more settled. And I will kind of, I'm willing to bet anybody that Norwich finish higher than Blackburn. And just have to look at Norwich's last few results. Of course, we've got the World Cup kind of skewing things. Um, but yeah, um, their last few results, since they lost away at Burnley 1-0, which is no disgrace, they beat Stoke, they drew a QPR, they beat Rotherham, they lost to Middlesbrough again. I, You know, that was at home, so that's a little bit of a, you know, bit of a sticky result. But I think Middlesbrough a lot better under Michael Carrick uh, than they were under Chris Wilder. I don't think that's a huge disgrace. And then they went away and beat Swansea last time out 1-0 with a bit of a weird goal, but they all count. And uh, Blackburn humbled by Preston in their last game, uh, 4-1 in a Lancashire derby at home. I just feel like I trust Norwich to go out there and, and get the job done and put in the necessary 6-7 out of 10 performance to win this game. Mm. Yeah, I could see that one for sure. Um, I'm going to go with the shortest price championship side of the weekend as my first particular pick here, West Brom at home to Rotherham and West Brom under Carlos Corberam starting to plug along quite nicely now. Uh, since he took charge, they've won four out of the five championship matches that he's been involved in, lost the first one to Sheffield United, won the four uh, consecutive ones after that, most recently come from, coming from behind to beat Sunderland um, at the weekend or on Monday night, whenever it was. Rotherham don't particularly travel too well. They've got the fifth worst 
away record in the championship. They've only won two out of their 11 away games so far this season on the road. So, yeah, I just think um, this new manager bounce that Carlos Corbran's getting, I'm getting on board with it. Um, but, yeah, yeah. fraction short potentially on the price, but um, I think they'll get the points. Yeah, I'm into it. Absolutely. Uh, rolling it, Tom, I just mentioned uh, Preston. I'm going to back them to be QPR on the weekend. Uh, the game is at Deepdale. QPR uh, do have the new manager in Neil Critchley, for sure. I know some people you know, worry about the, um, the new manager syndrome, and, mm-hmm. and I rate Neil Critchley very, very highly. Um, I think it's a tremendous capture for QPR. However, one thing I will say is I think Neil Critchley is a, a long-term project manager. I think he's a, not a slow burner, but it is, he's not the kind of guy that comes in and picks up a result instantly. I, I feel like, you know, in times gone by with uh, Blackpool in particular, teams have taken a while to, to really get it together. He needs a little bit of a while on the training ground. He needs a little bit of a while to kind of get his his message across. Once it's across, like you're absolutely laughing, but I'm not 100% sure he's the kind of um, manager who's going to spark like an instant impact. And mm. yeah, Ryan Lowe, you know, got Preston into the playoff spots. Um, of course, it's, you know, December, not May or whenever the season ends this year. But, you know, they've won four, uh, sorry, yeah, four of the last five, uh, four of the last six Preston. They have quietly been going about their business i feel like they've gone under the radar somewhat um they've of course still got a great defensive record propped up largely by the start of the season but you know it's still the fourth best defense in the league and now we've now we've seen as well that they can score goals the xg right in itself um you know kind of all coming back to normal after that crazy start they had 2.42 i think it's a really good price um, QPR priced up at 3.3 I would need to see a massive improvement under Critchley for me to back QPR because I feel like they've been pretty poor Yeah, they certainly have um, so I, I was going to say Preston then I was kind of put off by the Critchley factor as you've mentioned uh, the new manager bounce and all that but um, it's a good price for Preston 2.42 uh, considering the form that QPR are on uh, and the form that Preston are on uh, very opposing uh, forms, really. So, yeah, it could be a good winner there for, for Preston. Uh, one more in the champ for me, and it's a bit of a snoozer. It's Huddersfield against Watford. Uh, under 2.5 goals is my pick here. The price being 1.7. Eight out of the last nine Huddersfield games have been under 2.5 goals. Uh, at home, they've not had a game go over 2.5 since the 13th of September, so quite a while now. Uh, and in terms of Watford, they've had five of the last six games, home and away, um, go under 2.5 goals. So, yeah, you've got two sides here, both not scoring or conceding particularly too many at the moment. And uh, with those stats, I'm going to back another one here, uh, like I say, 1.7 for this to be under 2.5. Yeah, Um that's that leads me on nicely to my last one, Tom, which was Watford on the nose. Okay. To be honest, yeah. So I had a look at that, and 
and wanted to get uh, on the side of Watford, uh, 2.14 they are. I just think Huddersfield are doomed, to be honest with you. Uh, they need massive surgery in January for me. Um, you know, at home, they've been decent for sure. They've avoided defeat more than they've lost. They've avoided defeat in six games and uh, lost five. But Watford have been quite good on the road, Tom. I didn't quite realise they've avoided defeat in eight of 11, winning three, drawing five. So obviously, maybe one too many draws in there for my liking. Um, but as I said, I think last week, uh, where I was back in against Colchester because of how bad Colchester are. That's how I feel about Huddersfield. Um, really, really poor. Miles off it. Almost certainty for relegation, in my opinion. And very similar to Norwich. I think uh, Watford need to put in a 6 out of 10 performance and they'll get the win. Yep. Could certainly see it. Uh, and with that, then, let's move into League One then, shall we? Yeah, take it away, mate. Uh, one of my favourite picks of the week, this one, Barnsley at home to Burton Albion. Evens is the price for Barnsley, which I thought was pretty good, to be honest. Um, they're on a four-match winning streak. Uh, they've beaten Forest Green Rovers, Shrewsbury, MK Dons and Peterborough all consecutively. It's seen them rise up the league into fourth uh, and they've got a couple of games in hand on play teams above and around them. Um, so, Looking pretty good to really solidify their place in the top six of Barnsley with the games in hand and the form they're on. Um, they'll be confident in doing so. Uh, Burton still kind of struggling, really. No wins in three uh, without a clean sheet in seven consecutive games. Generally, uh, very poor away from home. They are the division's worst away side. They've won just one game away from home in the 10 that they've played. Um, getting just six points from their 10 away games so far this season. So uh, with that away form and the form that Barnsley are on in general, I think this should be a pretty comfortable win for Barnsley. I don't think they'll smash Burton. Barnsley don't tend to smash teams. I think there'll be a steady 2-0, something like that. Um, but yeah, Barnsley for me. Sorry, Dino. Big Dino. Hmm. Don't hurt me. He's, a, he's an absolute legend of the pod, isn't he? <laughs> He is. We we absolutely love Dino. Um, so yeah, uh, on your head be it, Tom. If uh, if they lose, so um, let's have a look at um, what I think might be price of the weekend. Claxon alert. Uh, Bristol Rovers. They are away at Charlton this weekend. They are priced up at three point four five. Now, mm, yeah. very, very concerning times with Charlton. Their game was postponed on the weekend. Um, but previously before that, not a good run at all. They've not won in six, including a 3-1 defeat against Stockport in the FA Cup. Uh, that's League 2 Stockport. Did you know, Tom, that Stockport were the bookies' favourites that game? Were they? Despite being in League Two. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wild. They beat them 3 1, very comfortable. Obviously, um, manager sacked in uh, midweek. Where did Charlton go from here? There's issues with 
Thomas Sangard, who obviously hired Ben Garner um, at the very beginning. Lack of investment, lack of options, injuries, just an absolute mess at the moment. And the fans are really unhappy. And you know, Tom, as well as a lot of podcast regulars, I love to go against chaos. I love to go against turmoil because I think it does affect the way that teams play. Um, And then we have a look at Bristol Rovers. They've won four of the last six. They're unbeaten in five of the last six. Yes, I am throwing in the Football League trophy game uh, where they beat uh, MK Dons 4-1. I am skewing the, uh, the stats ever so slightly with that one. But even before that, a win against Port Vale, a draw away at Bolton. You know, yes, they lost against Boreham Wood in the FA Cup, but a victory over Colchester, a victory over Peterborough. Bristol Rovers are in good shape. They're in 12th. No one's talking about them to gate crash. Uh, those playoffs, but we know that Joey Barton will have them right up for it. And they're about as good as it gets, I think, after, you know, the the top six or seven teams, right? You know, Ipswich, Plymouth, Wednesday, all those guys. Like, you know, I think Bristol Rovers are as good as it gets in like the best of the rest category. Um, And at 3.45, Tom, I can't turn it down. Yeah, it's a good price, isn't it? One that I certainly... I was going to go actually for the double chance, but you've gone one further. So, you know, we'll go with yours. <laughs> well, double chance, double chance is obviously, what price is it? Uh, off the top of my head, it will not go in front of me now. It was about 1.6, something like that. One point right. Brilliant price. Yeah. Brilliant price. So even if you wanted that, the draw on side, absolutely. Yeah. I thought the same thing. So you could definitely see, like you say, Rovers uh, taking advantage of the turmoil at Charlton right now. Um, I'm going to move on to another club in not quite as much turmoil, but it's not all rosy in the garden, and that's Peterborough. Um, mm. Currently on a pretty poor run. Uh, they've lost five games in a row across all competitions. Uh, in the league, that's four games in a row they've lost consecutively. So, yeah, as, as it stands, they're still sixth in the league, so they're clinging on to their playoff place, but they're, they're on a really bad run of form. And typically, you can rely on Peterborough to be good at home. But, you know, even they've not won in the last three home games in a row either. That's across all competitions. So, yeah, they're not a side you want to be with at the moment. And Shrewsbury are coming to town, and Shrewsbury are a side who I looked at the league table and went, Bloody hell, they're two, <laughs> they're two points off the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't realise they were that close. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of snuck their way up there. It's all very congested in the middle of the uh, the League One table, you know, down from from fourth all the way down to, what, 14th. There's six points that separates them. So it's all very tight in there. But, yeah, Shrewsbury plodding along quite nicely recently, picked up some good results. Uh, they beat Peterborough in the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago. Uh, then they beat Lincoln and beat Bolton. So they're on a decent little run themselves. I think this game will be both teams to score. Uh, 1.85 is the price. If you fancy punting on, punting on Shrewsbury, 4.4 is the price. It's it's not bad at all. But I do think, you know, Peterborough, you can rely on them to score at home. Uh, they're pretty reliable there. Um but I do think they'll concede because they're in very, very poor form at the moment. So, yeah, not entirely sure on the result, but I do think both teams will get on the score sheet. 
Love it. Love it. Uh, did someone say Shrewsbury Bristol Rovers double? Maybe. That would be a juicy one, wouldn't it? I think it's about 11 to 1. Yeah. Works out. Yeah. Tasty. Very tasty. Um, I'll be honest with you. I really struggled after that, even with Plymouth at home to Morecambe. I looked at it, second against 24th. I mean, that should be an automatic no that you read out, but yeah, just yeah. a bit worried about Plymouth at the moment. And I wasn't ready to back him at 1.57, to yeah. be honest with you. So, yeah, I left that one alone. I didn't really have anything else. So I don't know if you've got anything to That's fair add enough. on. I've got a couple of uh, a couple more mm. both teams to score. Um, mm. League one, the league of both teams to scores for me generally this week. Uh, Oxford against Sheffield Wednesday, or well, Sheffield Wednesday against Oxford, if we're putting it properly, because Wednesday are their home side. Uh, Oxford have had nine of the last ten games, both teams to score. So that one really pulled me in. Um, and they've turned their form around. They're unbeaten in nine consecutive games now. They were really struggling. And I remember a few weeks ago, we were kind of debating whether Carl Robinson was going to get the sack and was at the end of his time in charge of Oxford. But um, yeah, they seem to have kind of turned things around in terms of in terms of their general results, but still very leaky at the back as that nine both teams to score in 10 goes to show. Um, they've not kept a clean sheet away from home in the league all season uh, and they've played 10 away games. And Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday despite their home form being generally pretty strong, um, they have only kept two clean sheets in the last seven home games. So five games there in the last seven where they have conceded a goal, um, despite the fact they're not really losing. So uh, plenty of wins and both teams of scores or score draws at Hillsborough at the moment. And uh, yeah, Oxford... I think are a side who definitely pose a threat going forwards, but leaky at the back that Sheffield Wednesday can exploit. So yeah, 1.79 is a price for that one. And then lastly, uh, Portsmouth against MK Dons. I had another both teams to score here. That's priced at 1.88. MK Dons, seven consecutive games, uh, both teams to score. Uh, So that's pretty good stats on their side. And then in terms of Portsmouth, at Fratton Park, really struggled to keep clean sheets. Um, They've only kept one clean sheet in the last eight games at home. So, yeah, couple that poor home record in terms of keeping clean sheets with MK Don's general both teams to score record. Another good one at 1.88, I think. Nice. Tom does his research, so you guys don't have to. Love it. Love it. Should Um, uh, Should we roll into League Two? Yeah, yeah, you start with League Two, mate. Yeah, okay. Um, Klaxon alert. I'm, I'm picking a band's team. And it's Bradford oh. City. You bloody hell. <laughs> You're a brave man, Tom Walker. <laughs> the amount of tweets we get when we back Bradford and they don't win are, uh, are pretty, pretty strong, to be honest with you. This is, again... This is based a lot on what I see uh, in Rochdale. I see them improving, for sure, but there is quite a bit of concern still. They've only yielded seven points in the last eight games. They've got the worst home record in the league, 
Uh, they've got seven points from their ten home matches. The second worst home record is Hartlepool. They've got ten points. They've got an extra win under their belt than um, than Rochdale. And then in terms of going forward, they are the second lowest goal scorers in the league with just 14 goals. They are four goals behind Hartlepool. And it's just pretty grim reading, you know, fifth worst defence. And this, this Bradford team is stacked with quality. I know they've let us down before. I know they have. But they're 1.83 against 21st in the league at home. Yes, Bradford have had a bit of an issue um, playing at home. They've played seven home matches in a row without winning. They've only won three at home all season. They have a worse home record than Crew Alexandra, Crawley, Wimbledon, you know, Swindon, Sutton, Warsaw, Barrow. Like it is not pretty reading for Mark Leslie Hughes. However, this is a classic case of good team in bad form plays bad team in bad form. Good teams at home. Surely good team wins. Surely they win. I don't have a ton of research to throw against this to try and convince anybody. But classic, classic line. If this game is played 10 times, tell me honestly how many Bradford win. It's at least seven. At least. You know it's a, uh, a tough week in terms of things to pick in the EFL if this one's being rolled out, mate. I, think. <laughs> I don't I, think uh, that's the case. I don't think that's the case. You really don't fancy him at all? Not a chance. No. Wow. No, anywhere near Bradford. They, they, really? It wouldn't even have crossed my mind to, to put this in anything this weekend. You're kidding don't me. Trust them. Don't trust them one bit. But you do yeah. trust Rochdale to go up there and get some it. Well, you never know with Bradford's home form. Um, and that's not what I asked. I didn't ask you if you if, what your thoughts were on Bradford. Don't, don't, said, so you think you think Rochdale can go up there and get a result? Like you yep. think they're capable of it? Yep. What? Give me the evidence. I don't have any evidence apart from <laughs> exactly. Bradford. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you can't you can't say that. You can't say that. I feel like, I feel like we. Listen, Bradford are going to be one of those teams, right? Where at the end of the season we look back and they're going to finish, maybe tenth as the lowest spot, highest probably fourth or fifth, which means they're going to win more than they lose. And these games are the games. And I know they've been bad, but Andy Cook's got thirteen goals. Mm. Rochdale's top scorer scored four. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know. There's just so, I know it's, I know, I know, I know it's Bradford, but I just, I just can't see how their stack team doesn't be such a poor team. They should be. They should be. You know, we've been stung and I'm not going anywhere near them. Okay. Trust them. All right. Uh, hmm. let's, let's talk about a, a much more trustworthy team in Leighton Orient. 1.94 to win at home to Sutton. Uh, Leighton Orient have the second best home record in the league. They played 10, won 8. So uh, pretty reliable generally uh, when they do play at home. And in terms of Sutton, 
they've got the twentieth best away record in uh, in League Two. So you've got typically a very very strong home side here against a poor away side. Certainly with one win in their ten away games, and uh, yeah, you know, Sutton came through for you last week against Colchester. Well done for throwing that one out. But I do think this is a completely different kettle of fish this weekend against Leighton Orient. Three home wins in the on the bounce. Um, four home clean sheets in a row. In general, six wins in the last seven League Two games. I just think they're, they're a class above Sutton and it will show this weekend. And uh, just under evens for Leighton Orient is going to turn out to be a good price come, what, five o'clock? Yep, I'm into that. I'm into Stockport, obviously. Uh, they are the shortest price of any team available in the EFL this season. So, you know, I'm not exactly a genius at picking this one out, but there's clearly momentum behind Stockport at the moment. I mentioned earlier when talking about Charlton um, that they uh, were beaten by Stockport. Unfortunately, the Stockport game, as I said at the top of the show as well, was postponed this weekend. Um, However, they do have some serious momentum behind them. They, you know, despite that game kind of being cancelled and everyone else kind of gaining a game on them, they still have yielded the fourth most amount of points in the last eight slash nine games. They're on a real, real tear now and they are looking towards those playoff spots. They are only five points off as things stand. Um, Gillingham, I mean, I've read these things out numerous times, to be honest with you. I'm looking at soccerstats.com and it shows me the league table where I'll find Gillingham bottom. It'll find me the form table of the last eight games or nine, because this one's a bit skewed. They're bottom. It will show me their home form, which doesn't really matter in this case, but for the record, it's the third worst. It will show me their away form, which does matter here, and it is the second worst. Four points yielded from ten. It will show me their defence, which, to their credit, is around mid-table. 24 goals conceded in 20 games. It will also show me how many goals they've scored in the league, which is six in 20 games. It's, It's incredible. Now, I will say, they played Dagenham and Redbridge, Tom, in the FA Cup in their last game. They did win that 3-2. So in that game, they scored the equivalent of half the goals they've scored all season. Does this mean <laughs> Gillingham are going to start, you know, are they going to beat Stockport 8-0 on the weekend? I don't know. <laughs> but I would bet against that quite strongly. I think Stockport have more than enough to dispatch this Gillingham team. If Stockport can get two, it's pretty much game over. Yeah, absolutely. Um I do like that one very much. I was going to read that out myself. Definitely one of the best bets in League 2 this weekend. Uh, I've just got one more, and it's Walsall at home to Crew. Walsall priced at 1.86. And these have kind of done a little bit of a Shrewsbury for me, Walsall. Kind of snuck up. I didn't realise they're doing as well as they are, really. Uh, five consecutive home wins in League 2. Uh, I didn't clock that one. Um, I'm going to back them to get a sixth here against a crew side who do tend to struggle on the road. They've only scored five goals 
uh, across their nine away games so far this season in the league. So not very strong travellers whatsoever. Um, and I just think this Walsall side turned into somewhat of a juggernaut at home across uh, both home and away games. They're unbeaten in nine of the last ten. So it's not just it's not just isolated to strong home form. Um, they can do the job away from home as well. But yeah, 1.86. Um, I, I think, honestly, Leighton Orient are a better pick at a better price than Walsall. But I do think Walsall have got enough about them to beat Crew this weekend. Yep, I'm into it. Cool. I think that wraps up the weekend tips, Tom. So I'm just going to transition to talk about last week's double, which is obviously going to take two-thirds of the time that it normally would. Um, Stockport, again, game postponed, which left us with Sutton, who beat Colchester 1-0. And Burnley rolled on to the Sunday, and Burnley absolutely dispatched QPR 3-0 at Loftus Road to land a double and get the monkey off the back. So, fair to say, Tom, expectations are high for this coming weekend. Yeah, big time, big time. So, uh, this weekend, we're going to look to make it two out of two, uh, and we're going to go for the following three teams. Uh, West Brom to beat Rotherham, Barnsley to beat Burton, and Stockport to beat Gillingham. So, a team from the Champ, a team from League One, a team from League Two, all at home, currently available as a treble, at best odds of 4.44. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can go back to back. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, seems good. I am very confident in that. Um, yeah, three teams at home, really strong, particularly West Brom and Barnsley, big fans of their managers. Stockport, obviously, uh, looking really good at the moment. And three kind of... Walking wounded, Tom, in uh, Burton, Gillingham and Rotherham, I think it's yeah. fair to say. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's see what happens there. Uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed the show, guys, please follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. As Tom mentioned, we've got uh, two more games where you can get the best bet offer from Matchbook. So make sure that you do check those out as well as other content. Yeah, you can join the legion of Chinese porn bots that seem to follow yeah. the account. Um, yeah, that was weird, waking up to almost 40 Asian porn bots that, fo- <laughs> that followed the pod. I mean, ladies, uh, support is appreciated. Please, I tell you what, Asian porn bots, if you're listening, send us in what you're backing this weekend. We'd love to know. <laughs> Yeah, very random. Uh, yeah, if you have, a, have enjoyed the show, um, please do also leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. So enjoy the weekend's action. We hope you hit some winners. Uh, if you do, please send us in your bet sits. We love to see them. Uh, we may do a podcast next week, may not. We'll let everybody know on social media because Christmas is coming up quick. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you soon.